Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live. The Bills Ford Talk Studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. CeeLo told us he was reading this morning a, an athletic article that has dropped about the Jets, Zach Rosenblatt and Diana Rossini. Zach Rosenblatt, the Jets beat writer for The Athletic, and Diana, who has been around the Jets and is now covering the NFL for The Athletic after leaving ESPN on her own, putting in the work here. They were also the two that put out that story about Zach Wilson being reluctant to want to go back and play after the benching of Tim Boyle because he might get hurt. So uh, they have been on this. They've been covering the team, and they put this out. Now there's still like a page and a half that I have to to read here because this is long, but I did highlight some stuff. So as CeeLo said, uh, they spoke to 30 sources in and around the organization. Those sources described the team riddled with excuse-making, a paranoid head coach, an ill-equipped offensive coordinator, and an organizational tunnel vision on the quarterback that rubbed some teammates wrong. <clears throat> Sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm five pages in, and I really don't see anything noteworthy. Well, I wouldn't say... I think there's noteworthy stuff. It's nothing that is surprising to me if you are someone who followed this team and understands that their head coach is not a smart person. Right, or nothing we we don't think or know. Yeah, so like we're into it. We understand, like, unless there's a Rob Sala defender out there, someone thinks that Rob Sala is just caught bad luck, like this will tell you that that's not the case, but I'm not one of those people. I mean, I, I think Rob Sala's been a horrendous head coach mm-hmm. and not a leader, and he stinks, and this sort of details that. Uh, so, also the Nate Hackett stuff in here too is 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 not good. The for one him. thing about the Cowboy game is a bad mm-hmm. one. I agree with that. Yeah, if you want to so read the, that the one with, with Micah Parsons. Yeah, the one thing about the Cowboy game is early on in that game, the offensive line coach asked him to call plays and give Dwayne Brown more help on the side with Micah Parsons. Yeah, and he did not for whatever reason. And Parsons went on to have a couple of sacks and four quarterback hits and pressures and had a big game. And they wound up losing thirty to ten. Yep. So it was, uh, this was also early on. They were talking about in camp when Rodgers was still there. Uh, the Jets' talented defensive line consistently outplayed them in practice, meaning the offense. Growing pains were expected in a new offense full of new personnel, but one coach said it was concerning how little urgency Hackett and his staff showed in trying to fix it. So he'd never seen a team watch less practice tape in training camp than the Jets did with Hackett. Right. <clears throat> That's a coach on the team saying that. You know, that, that's, there's a couple things here. But, I mean, in five pages, I wasn't like, wow. No, no, no. But, what I'm, but, but you're right. There's a couple of things here that are not good. And, but also what's not good is I don't know if these are coaches who are still there or not still there. I don't know. And the, you have the axe to grind situation thing. But, I mean, if coaches on the team are saying this, I mean, anonymously, this sort of goes back to... Well, but even like the even the line that it's just a bleeping mess, something has to change. Yeah. No kidding. Right. 
The, the fact that they lost five games by 20 points or more in, in, in that stretch, and that's when the coach is like, so, we all said that, of course. Yeah. Yes, you can't keep losing games like this. It's a disaster. We know this. Yeah, so they're talking about Sala and how's it all the positive vibes and all of that stuff. And it says, behind closed doors, the vibes weren't always positive, especially when Sala would see negative press reports. He would often bring up how, in his mind, the Giants don't as get, get as much negative coverage as the Jets, calling it unfair. And in the aftermath of the Rodgers injury, Sala bemoaned bad luck. And he wondered aloud if he was doomed the same fate as Vic Fangio, a brilliant defensive coach, by, co- cursed by misfortunate quarterback. And, I think that's true. And then he, uh, yes. And, but also this was, and they're talking about the, you know, Sala 18 and 33, Fangio 19 and 30. So this is the stuff that he was telling Joe Beningo. And it also says, in the days after, embittered Sala conducted research. He wanted to see how many teams led by the NFL's best coaches perform when playing without their star quarterback. That's the exact thing mm-hmm. that he told Joe Beningo to try to put out there yep. on WFAN during his spots. Yeah. And, I mean, that to me is such like a loser move. I'm sorry. That, like, well, that's in survival mode is what that is. Yeah, but that's not going to help. I'm not saying it's going to help. I'm saying that's survival mode. That's, you know, you're going to sit there and kill me for this. I I have had a quarterback. When Bill Parcells didn't have a quarterback, they didn't win. When Bill Belichick didn't have a quarterback, they didn't but win. Although they did win games, it, it they didn't may, win the Super Bowl. He may think it's survival mode, but that's not going to help him survive. It makes him look worse, is the point. Well, that it, yes. Nobody cares about your stupid excuses, man. For sure. Nobody cares. No, and then the whole idea that the Giants weren't covered as negatively, uh, yes and no. I mean, we, we, the papers, the Giants got crushed. The Giants also went to the playoffs last year, so they were afforded a little bit more uh, rope than the Jets are. The Giants have won not one, but multiple Super Bowls since the last time the Jets won theirs, when before we were born. I mean, there's reasons why the Giants get afforded a little bit more than what the Jets get. The Jets have been a disaster for almost their entire existence. And it's also a, like a, another loser mentality type of thing is when something's happening to you and you go, well, what, well, what about them? Right? Like, like I never, as, as much as I was a a Kobe Bryant fan and and RIP and Kobe when when he when he got the whole thing happened in Colorado with mm-hmm. him and he basically came out and was like well Shaq cheats on his wife I mean what a, like I was like come on so like that sort of like what about the Giants why don't you pay? no man stop like uh, it's not like things are going well with you no you got to understand I, that I guess my point is reading this is is all fine and yeah you get a little inside look like did we think that they were having tea and crumpets every afternoon and things were great? No. I mean, when when you're a bad team and you lose your star quarterback and the season goes to crap very quickly, like this is what happens. Things fracture. People are upset. The defense is pissed that the offense can't score double-digit points when all of a sudden you give up 13 and you'll lose a game to the crappy Falcons. Like, this is what happens. Like, none of this to me is a surprise at all. No, it's not a surprise. The things I will, is if you're, if you're us, now... This is also something that other people throughout, you know, football fans throughout the league are going to read. They'll get maybe of an insight into it. You know, we followed this every single day, every single press conference. You're cutting up every one of his press conferences. So we're we're more knowledgeable on the Jets than than the average NFL fan. Uh, however, th- this this to me says confirms two things. One, the coach isn't cut out to do this. He's just not to be able to be. A big-time head coach who wins. Not when things go wrong. He's clearly, he's clear, but here's the thing. Not everything's going to go right, and you have to have the guy who, if things are going wrong, you get the ship back going forward. 
And the other thing about this that I think is that if you think that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back at 40 years old healthy and turn this team in a snap of a finger like uh, always the well, mentalist came up with a goldfish, then you're sadly mistaken. I don't have to think that, but Joe Douglas better hope that's the case because they have tied everything to him. And that's where I'll d- disagree just a little bit. I mean, if Aaron, if, 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 not my problem, I didn't bring him here. If Aaron Rodgers stayed healthy and if things went according to plan, I don't care who's coaching that team. I think they've got a chance to win games. Like, you can win with Robert, not because of him, but I think you can win with Robert Sala as long as everything is going well and he keeps the team loose and the defense. Listen, you may not like him as a head coach. He knows what he's doing defensively. And that defense, while I will sit there and tell you it wasn't the greatest thing I've ever seen, they are solid and you can win with that defense. So there are positive attributes to him. Being a head coach, probably not one of them. But if you've got a guy on the field like Aaron Rodgers that's supposed to be the end, I mean, he thinks he's the greatest quarterback that ever played the game, then you should be able to win games. And you look at the way this postseason went, I'm not saying they beat the Chiefs. Who couldn't they have beaten this year if he's healthy? I don't know how he was going to play. And by I, the way, like said, it, if uh, he played at an MVP level well, the way yeah. Joe Douglas expected. Again, I didn't bring him here. Joe Douglas brought him here. So if you got the Aaron Rodgers that you were sold on, you're going to tell me they couldn't have beat those teams that are in the in the postseason? Why not? I'm not saying the Chiefs. I don't I don't know they're, a different, the, they're a different deal. Yeah. But they could have made the playoffs and won games. There's no doubt in my mind they could have. Yeah. So uh, you're not winning because of Rob Sala, but I don't think that you can't win because of him. Yeah, I, but I think some of these other teams have have head coaches like in the AFC, at least with John Harbaugh and Andy Reid, that are just would, would run circles around Rob Sala. Oh, I'm not arguing that point. So I mean, that's, Mike you know, McDaniel probably runs circles around him. Well, he, he did. did. I mean, he did so, for two games. But it doesn't like, mean his team's better. Uh, right. Um, that 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 is fair. I just I think that that this is it's it's like people like you remember the movie Tropic Thunder where they were out there filming a movie and then the director stepped on a landmine and exploded. I don't. You don't know that movie? No. I know. Well, I didn't see the it. gist of the it's a, it's a comedy <laughs> movie, but these guys are out there. They're actors. And, you know, it's Ben Stiller and Robert Downey Jr. and Jack Black. And the director's out there, and they're in the jungle and filming a war movie. And the director steps on a landmine, like a real landmine in a, in a war zone and blows up. And these guys are like, okay, now what? Oof. Like, now they are defend themselves sure. out there. And they're totally ill-prepared. They have no idea where they are and what they're doing. And that's what it sounds like this is. Like, like Nate Hackett was buoyed by Rodgers Correct. when he was an offensive coordinator. Rob Sala was hoping for the same buoying. Yes. And Rodgers stepped on up. a landmine, and they all looked around and go, we can't do this. There's no backup plan. There was no backup plan. Zach Wilson was the backup plan. I'll give you another one. John Minko hosting the Nets postgame show many years <laughs> ago. <laughs> I know, I know. With Tim Capstraw. And... He had to engineer the thing, and and and, and Chris Chris Carino was not there. And there's feedback all over the place. And Mink actually uttered the words, "I don't know how to fix this." <laughs> I know that's what this was. Yeah. This was we don't know what the hell we're doing. Mm-hmm. This guy's gonna come in here and tell us how to fix it. Yep. And without him, we still don't know. Everything. Correct. I'll tell you the the vomit. You know who I'm pissed if I am. I'm, I'm Joe Douglas. The line in here on page two. <laughs> one AFC GM says Rodgers isn't the assistant GM. Joe Douglas is the assistant GM. Yeah, well, that's Oof. another thing we've said Which a million we knew. times. Oh, I know. Yeah. We, yeah. We've talked about that too many times. But like, I'm Joe, Joe Douglas reading this. Like, hey, I brought this guy here. You know. Well, but the, again, when you suck, this is what happens. And here's a little advice to the Jets: keep your mouth shut and just go about your business. 
and prepare for the next season. Don't respond yeah. to it. Don't talk about it. You don't need to do press conferences about it. Just go out, work, keep your mouth shut, and win. Yeah, and what Rob Sala needs to understand is that there is nothing that anybody is going to take from you that is going to be acceptable other than the Jets making the playoffs Correct. this year. They got to win. You can stuff down our throats all these other coaches who had problems with their quarterback and their brilliant defensive guys and Vic Fangio this and that and whatever. Nobody is going to care. No. You don't have to build a defense. What you have to do is be a head coach of a winning football team for once. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And this is his last chance. This year coming up is his last chance. Yeah. I no mean, one's hiring him to be a head coach if this goes poorly this year. That's true. And then if Rodgers plays another year, like what if they, what if Rodgers plays the whole year healthy and they just go eight and nine? And then do they bring uh, worst that back ca- again? Worst case scenario. But do they bring that. that back because Rodgers wants to play another year and they'll say, well, you know, this or that, this breaks here, that breaks there. I mean, let me ask you this. If they're eight and nine with Aaron Rodgers, I'm thinking a whole new regime. And Aaron Rodgers have to go too. Yes. I mean, yes. you can't. And then you'll be in that middling part of the draft where you can't even get the, the quarterback because you'll be drafting 12th or 13th. Yeah, you're back in jet hell is where you are. Like that, all the eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket. And when it imploded, it imploded. And now you got another chance. And this is the last chance. Mm-hmm. This is. Uh, let's go to Jeff, who's in Port Washington. What's going on, Jeff? So besides, uh, I'm a Giant fan, but this is dispassionately. Besides Salah being a lousy coach, he is a product of our society. I know, Gio, you've got young kids. Yeah. This is, he is, the only way you can be successful in life is you take responsibility and you own it. He is a participation trophy. Everything It's their fault and all that. He's all excuses. He will never be a successful head coach. The other thing I wanted to ask you guys is, I keep listening to everybody saying Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. He's won one Super Bowl. He's a compiler. If it's a big game and I had to take Eli or Aaron, I'm taking Eli. Jeff, what I said was he thinks he's the greatest quarterback ever. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I'm with you. I mean, for as great as he has been statistically, boy, he's lost a lot of big games and lost a lot of them at Lambeau, or at least some of them at Lambeau. Yeah, I, I would say that he's one of the most talented quarterbacks sure. we've ever seen. Play. Absolutely, uh, but he is not the person that I want playing in a big game. Nope, I agree with you. And maybe that changes, but so far in his career, no way. I mean, even that one Super Bowl he won. I mean, I was in Pittsburgh for that. The, the Rashard Mendenhall had to fumble for him to was win that. Two thousand ten. Yeah, it's two thousand ten season. Yep. It was January of twenty eleven down in, in Dallas, Dallas. The ice storm That's situation. Right. Yep. Uh, like they right. win the, the year, the year the Giants beat them. They were fifteen and one, I believe. Yeah, fifteen the, and one. You're you're talking about the Rodgers team, not the Favre the team. Rogers to the twenty eleven. Yeah, the, the yeah, twenty eleven team. team. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Not the not the Favre team. The Rodgers team. I'm almost certain that's what their record was. And I only I, I I know that only because of going back and trying to look at Mike McCarthy in the postseason over the course of his career. Like he won one. Yeah, you know when again you have this the great quarterback of all times in some people's eyes. You won once and you lost a lot of home games. <laughs> Fifteen and one, and you bowed out in the divisional round to the Giants, right? And the red faced Tom Coughlin. Yes, that's right. We were all concerned for Tom at that time. We were. We were about the frostbite or whatever was going to happen to him. Yep. Uh, Glenn in Montague, New Jersey. What's going on, Glenn? 
Hey guys, how are you? Love listening to the show. Uh, Miss Boomer, but you guys fill in the role perfectly. Hi, Glenn. I just want just wanted to talk about Robert Sala here real quick. Um, as any Jet fan that knows the Jets, uh, you know, I just saw this stat where the Jets led the National Football League and the most as the most penalized mm-hmm. team. That's not a very good coached team. I don't care who you have. He's too laid back. He lost his fire. There's no such thing as all gas, no brakes. Uh, you know, I mean, we have a lot of improvement to do here, but it's going to be same old, same old. I mean, it's like we're tired of waiting around. There's good candidates out there right now. Mike Brabel, uh, you know, other coaches that can really help this team that are experienced coaches. Most defensive coaches just don't have it. You know what the they problem is, Glenn? The problem is your quarterback doesn't want another coach. Yeah, exactly. And and that that's the problem. <sighs> Said it throughout the year. Anytime the Rob Fire Rob Sala stuff came up, it was not going to happen. Nope. The, the guys that were on that plane that went out to, to visit Aaron Rodgers were going to be the guys he was going to play for. Mm-hmm. That's what he wanted. That's what he got. He ended up getting hurt. They're going to run it back this year. Yep. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Boomer Gio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. A couple of things before we get to CeeLo's update. And Boomer not here. He's out in Vegas. We'll be back for a football Friday. This man loves flying back and forth to Vegas. Pull out to Vegas on Friday. He's going to fly back home. He's going to fly back out to Vegas on Sunday. And then we'll be there for the uh, the whole week. But I mentioned we were talking some Knicks to start the show at 9 a.m. And we're talking about some of their, their uh, I mean, 6 a.m., not 9 a.m. At 6 a.m. That would have been some trick. That would have been said, who's the mentalist? We open the show at 9 a.m. <laughs> Al Dukes' dream. <laughs> 9 to 10. Um, so, uh, and I was talking about some of the bad losses that stuck in my head. And I had this memory that popped into my head for the first time in a very long time. I don't think I'd ever shared that story on the air. But I just was thrown back to 6th grade, 1994, when I wore a NBA Finals t-shirt. 
It was. It had both the Knicks and the Rockets logo on. It was just like the 1994 NBA Finals, and I wore it after the Knicks had lost, probably a couple weeks, maybe a month after. And my math teacher at the time, Mr. Huey, he was very upset that I wore the shirt because he was a huge Knicks fan. I remember him getting animated with me. How could you put that on? Salt in the wound. I was just starting to get over this. Now i got to look at that Rockets logo on your shirt. I'm like, it's not a Rockets championship shirt. It's the Knicks and the Rockets were in the finals. I mean, it happened, man. You know, so I had this uh, uh, had this memory. So Tara in Yonkers is calling up, and I didn't know if Mr. Huey was still alive or whatever. And Tara in Yonkers apparently has a Mr. Wow. Huey sixth Let's grade he's doing well. middle school update. So we don't know what this is going to be. Tara, good morning. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Great, Tara. How are you? I'm good, thanks. First off, I wish Boomer was on so I could tell him how dashing he looked on Sunday, so oh. shout out to the stylist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fresh off that horrible pinstripe suit, uh, that zoot suit. He, yeah, he, uh, he stepped it great. up. He stepped I did, it up. I thought so, too, Jerry. With the white turtleneck. But yes, Tara. So, Mr. Huey's doing great. He's listening right now with his three grandkids. I'm best friends with his daughter, Lauren. He's listening right now with his three grandkids while he's getting them ready for the bus. Wow. How about Mr. Huey? That is yeah, great. Yeah, Brianna and Carson. They're the best kids. Um... He's retired, living the dream. I would hope that he'd be retired. If he was teaching me in sixth grade, <laughs> if he was still teaching, exactly. that would be a problem. Uh, so that's exactly. great. I'm, I'm glad that he's listening. I'm glad that he's paying attention. I hope he wasn't upset about the story. I mean, he was. He wasn't like yelling at me like I was in trouble. He was just yelling because he was angry about the Knicks. So I appreciated well, I mean, his basketball big, uh, passion. Yeah, he's still a big Knicks fan, as you would expect. So I understand it. Yeah, so he's probably thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Like, how? when's the other shoe going to drop here? What's <laughs> going to be the thing that ruins this whole season? That's what he's thinking. His name, his, his name was Glenn? Did I get that right? No, no. His name was Jim. You got that wrong. Jim, Jim Huey. Okay, mm. I thought it was Glenn Huey. All right. So, very good. He's great, though, so I get it. Uh, yes, it was a very long time ago. I did like him. He was a fun teacher. He didn't get a lot of male teachers back then, too. So, you got a male teacher. Mm. At least I didn't. A male teacher You're right. who was a sports fan. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was awesome. So I did. Uh, yeah, I did enjoy that. Is he still living like on Long Island? Yeah, he's still in Manorville. Wow. All right. Very good, Tara. That's How about awesome. that. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Huey. How's it going, man? <laughs> Sorry about all that. If it got you all. Good upset. luck with your Knicks this year. Dude, yeah. Good luck with the Knicks. Awesome. And your grandkids. You, you are right, though. Like thinking, even I see nine years for me, kindergarten through eighth grade. I think Mr. Finn was my only male teacher. Mr. Finn. I think you're right. They were all all female. Yeah. I had one until middle school. Second okay. grade, my second grade teacher, and dude was like six five individual. Great guy. Yeah. Mr. Blum. Yeah, I had Mr. Blum. <laughs> Huey, yeah. Finn, and Blum. <laughs> I also had um, my Italian teacher, uh, Vito Caparuso. <laughs> and yeah, man, he was just, we, he got tortured. And I wasn't actually oh. one of the people that tortured him. Mm. You know who tortured him? I went to school with who? Rascona. Yeah, yeah I, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One time, so Rascona was in my Italian. Brian Rascona works here. Was in my Italian class, and Rascona used to just roast this guy. I could see that. And Mr. Caparuso kicked the desk. Rascona still to this day we laugh about this. <laughs> he kicked the desk and he goes, "You treated me like a horse of manure." <laughs> 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 oh man! Oh, Those great. foreign language teachers—they usually take a lot of abuse. Oh. I had some some French teachers that went down like that as well. <laughs> went down like that. Yeah, that's terrible. They were not happy. I don't blame them. Uh, I mean, it's just how old was he? You think he's still uh, with us? Probably Maybe younger. Probably, he's probably late forties at that okay. point. He also had one long pinky fingernail. <laughs> 
Like, he was just asking for it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we'd be like, what, do you do coke with that fingernail? <laughs> like, ah, you treat me like a horse of a <laughs> I think he actually threw out, Raskolin would have to, he threw somebody's, like, a hole puncher out the window once. Like, he picked up the hole puncher and <laughs> he just had enough. <laughs> Might have been Raskolin. Scones. Think about being a teacher. back. I, I don't think it's that bad now. I think it's a little bit better. I don't know about that. No, I do. I think it's a little bit better. I think it's like Dangerous Minds with Michelle Pfeiffer now. I think that's what <laughs> it's all Maybe. Yeah. But back then, man, it was rough. No, I've, I, listen, I was... I was Bad. I didn't. I didn't torture Vito Caparuso so much for whatever reason. But I had my teachers that I that I saw weakness in, and you had to go. <laughs> and you exploited them. it. You did. You had to. Yeah. I mean, that was just the thing. That's what I mean, right? And there's the ones that you totally respected and you loved. All right, one more. There's another male teacher. One <laughs> more. So this one was great. I actually liked this guy. His name was uh, Jim Scott, Mister Scott. And I really, I, I liked the guy, but for whatever reason, he didn't think I liked him. So a parent-teacher conference, this is an exact quote he said to my mom at a parent-teacher conference. They sit down, first words out of Mr. Scott's mouth. He goes, I think your son thinks I'm a fraud. <laughs> I swear to God. And she was like, what? A fraud? A and you like an interesting word to use. Yeah. And I was like, no, I actually, he's one of my favorite teachers. What kind of fraud would he be? I don't know. <laughs> But he, that's probably his own self-conscious. Like, maybe he thinks that he was a fraud. Wow. I don't know. But I had, uh, yeah, those are my teachers. Mm. Uh, Mike in Manhattan. What's going on, Mike? Hey, what's going on, fellas? You're going to have the doctor in tomorrow, Mr. Oz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not Dr. Oz. That's a different guy. We're talking about <laughs> yeah, O's the, the mentalist. mentalist. O's the, the mentalist. Doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of questions. Gio, first of all, for you, yeah. he's going to read your mind. Lepresti or Schwartz? Mm, interesting. <laughs> to, to do what? To do updates but or who you rather? The carnival clown. When when Jerry's got the sniffles. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Very good. All right. So, what do you have for everybody else? Okay. You know, you got uh, you got Al. Will he be married before he's eighty? <laughs> Easy oh, answer. No. <laughs> I mean, come on. We, we don't need O's here for that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and the last one for Boomer, is it Craig or is it Greg? Ooh, well, too bad Boomer's, Boomer's not, not here. Yeah, <laughs> Boomer's not here. You're not going to get that answer. Uh, it sort of depends. Like, I'll answer, I will answer the question about CeeLo or Schwartz. It depends what type of day. Sure. So if it's a, if it's a sports-filled day, I want CeeLo with his comprehensive updates. If there's nothing going on at all, I want Schwartz to dance like a circus bear. <laughs> That's what I want. Schwartz here this morning, by the way. Has he informed you that he will be out in Vegas next week? He, Excuse me? me? He yeah. Has, yeah. For what? He's got his big YouTube show. They're sending him out to Vegas. Really? For, uh, Good for, that's great. Yeah. yeah. What YouTube show does he I have? wasn't he aware, but he has a... He does a show with Mr. Beast. Yeah, <laughs> 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 no, that would be awesome. I, I know what it is. So oh, is that that Long Island thing we yeah. saw? Yeah. So it's... Uh, God, they're, they're sending with, him to Vegas? Yeah. With a man named Vinny Tickets. <laughs> He does a show called Sports Bash that's on for a half an hour on a Saturday morning mm. from a radio. He gets a free trip to Vegas for a 30-minute Saturday that's show on YouTube? He said they're sending him out there. I think, all right, so I think I have the answers for this. And by the way, it's a 30-minute show. It's not on YouTube. It's also on LI News Radio, which okay. is a station you get out in Suffolk County that is broadcast from MacArthur Airport. So, like, when you walk in to get a flight, like a spirit flight to Orlando, you walk by Peter Schwartz on a Saturday morning. <laughs> okay. It's a treat. amazing. Um, but I think this guy, Vinny Tickets, is he, he, he has a successful ticket brokering okay. business. So, I think he is funding this trip out to out to Vegas. Yes. 
Okay. What did is say the return? Might... Huh? On, what is the return on investment on that? Uh, it's a thirty-minute show. Yeah, I mean, I, I maybe guess... they're ex- expanding their coverage for next oh, week. Oh, maybe. I okay. Don't know. All right. Yeah. I, I don't know, or maybe they just want to go and they figure we got this radio show. Well, well that's some, great. Then throw some interviews yeah. out there. And Very whatever. cool. So, by the way, you needed someone to hang out with Friday night. Yeah. There you go. Peter's out there. He did say he was going to try and drop in and pay you guys a visit at the yeah. win. Also looking to go to a Vegas Golden Knights game. So. Oh my God! Perfect. <laughs> G and Peter Schwartz Golden Knights Friday night. Maybe he can check out the uh, Maniscalco show while he's at it. The, and I there have got, you go. I have my, the offers I have gotten so far to like what to do and hang out on these days have just been putrid. Like G and Peter Stephen Waldron wants me to go to Blue Man Group. <laughs> uh, I could go to a Golden Knights game with. With Peter. Peter Schwartz. Schwartz. I was also invited as the third wheel with Allie, the makeup artist, and her boyfriend to go see <laughs> some, uh, somebody. Brian? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that. Okay. I was like, no. Like, you guys have your night. Yeah, you don't want to like, be doing that. You don't need you don't need Uncle Geo hanging out no. and paying attention to what's going on. Mm. You, guys, you guys are in your 20s. You do what you do, you know? <laughs> so I, it been, it's been bad. And then, those, I mean, I could go hiking with Eddie, but that won't be at night. <laughs> When's your Gina going to be out there? Uh, Tuesday night, so starting Wednesday. All the way through? Sunday, yeah. Right around that time, you told me this morning you're going to be ready to come home. Oh, three days in, I'm, I'll, I'll yes. be ready to go. He's bail. like, I'm looking he's forward gonna, to it. He's going to try yeah. and trade the ticket with me on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, I can do the Rutgers yeah, game. Yeah, I would love that. So she's leaving Sunday before the game? Uh, yeah, she's taking the uh, red eye and going to work oh, Monday. Wow. Yeah. And keep in mind, that Al's going to the game, she's not. That's right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm. Yeah, so I got it's a rough I mean, Sunday for her. I gotta find somebody else out there. Uh-huh. Of course, the one guy who would hang out is gone. Listen, this is my I probably sh- I said I should have left and went to do the Maryland game midweek, come back, missed one show, but then come back for the weekend and be there Monday. I yeah. that's my miscalculation. Your mistake, you apologize. Too I'm not late apologizing now. Apologizing for it, but should pull the boomer flying back and forth in the span of a couple of days. I am. I'm flying to Michigan on Friday. And yeah, back on Saturday. Going back here, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm saying back and forth. Oh, from Vegas. From Vegas. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe one of the boomer hanger ons will, you know, hang out with you. The boomer hanger ons. Like, like one of his friends, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know what, though? They, they like, like maybe Norseth, maybe. He'd be a cool guy to hang out with. But you know, Lee Becker's not doing much at no. night. He doesn't. He works during the day. He wants to go to bed. You know, that's that's what Lee will do. Mm. Maybe you find, uh, maybe Brian Jones will be out there. He won't be out there. No? I don't think he'll be out there. If he is. I mean, I Peter Schwartz is going. <laughs> I mean, Brian Jones played in the NFL. I know, but there's no reason for Brian to be unless he's pumping some one of his weird ass companies that he has. Like, Maybe, yeah. Wouldn't he be more likely to be at the uh, Senior Bowl this week since he's a big college football guy? Could Maybe. be. That's fair. <sighs> Maggie and Pearl are going to be out there. There you go. <laughs> what <laughs> barn burning activities are those two going to be up to? Seriously, they both. I think they both said that that in this. I'm not saying this is a bad thing or a good thing or whatever, but they both said that they do not drink, so they will not be partying at all or being out late. So mm-hmm. out late, they got to be up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but like on a Friday. Oh, on Friday, like, I got you. Friday yep. is the one night to do but something. I don't know if they're staying or not. Friday's the night to do something. That is that. I is can the night. see it. What are you two doing Friday, you and Gina? Oh, we have no plans yet. We're open to uh, hanging <laughs> out with everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm open to hanging out on Friday. Oh, you are? Of I course. thought you said you guys were not. Well, for, 
the days of the week, no, because school night. Okay, uh, yeah, there you go. Night. You can go do, uh, what do you call them, uh, car bombs with Eddie on Friday yeah, night. Friday night. Let's now go. you're good. But I said this, and then both you guys were like, we're not going out. Eddie was like, we're not doing anything involving partying or people or any sort of club situation. <laughs> well, and I was like, I, it doesn't have to be a club. We just have no night. And it's going to be a long week. <laughs> 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 I mean, that, you you shot me down last week with this. I didn't just make that up for for clubs and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't like I don't like. Leo's not fist pumping at the club on yeah. Friday night. But you then, guys, where do you? No. What do you do if you're not fist pumping at clubs? What, be, what does like, that mean to go out drinking? Then no, there's probably there's probably bars. There could be bars yeah. with live music. There could be just Absolutely. regular sports bars, something like that, where you're hanging out. It doesn't have to be like a. And those clubs, that stuff doesn't get started till super late yeah. anyway. Right. That won't even be started when you and I start to warm up show at 2 a.m. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> I remember going to, this was when I, I was like, I am way too old for this. It was a couple of years ago when one of the, the fight companies, it was probably Fox Sports uh, pay-per-view, sent me out to a, the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury 2 fight in Vegas. So there was the, these DJs that were playing at Omnia, Loud Luxury, who had a song out that I liked. And I was like, let me go see them. Ended up knowing someone that managed them. So I'm up there, me and my buddy, in the behind the DJ booth at Omnia with this place going crazy. <laughs> and I'm like looking around and in the DJ booth, you know, with my gray beard, my buddy who's like burping up because he's like, he drank and ate too much. He's like, oh, I got heartburn, you know? <laughs> I'm looking around, there's all these young people. And I'm like, this has got to be it for me. Like this hat, this is the end. This mm -hmm. is it's over. I'm way too old. <laughs> Time for midlife. And when I said that, then who shows up and sits right behind me is Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> <laughs> who apparently is like a big Vegas partier. Uh. And I'm like, well, if he's not too old, and I'm not too old. Right. And he was like a big like everybody's you know they moved crap away from him, set up a table, gave him a bottle of something. And I was like, well, maybe I'm not too old. But that was the last well, time. Well, you're not I too old to be like the rich guy in the club. Yeah. Yeah. That's too different. old to be the random right. guy who's just right. like bopping his head on going, that level. I mean, you and Eddie at a sports bar. Yeah, but it's not like the level of celebrity as much as the oldness. Yeah, I get you know? that. Sure. That's what it was. It was, I mean, it was fun, but you that was it. You guys looking for like a dive bar situation or a classy bar? I think either. Right? She got the, uh, you want to mix bar and gambling. You got O'Shea's. Okay. That's something. That's, a, that's an interesting spot. Not a club scene at all. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm that might be right places. up his alley. Yeah. Or you could go with Peter Schwartz to the Golden Shot. Um, Golden Shot. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> what? That's what you get from mocking me. The Hello? <laughs> what? <laughs> How is that in your head? I don't know. The Golden oh, Knights game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. If anybody does that in Vegas, <laughs> you are not allowed back home. <laughs> Got it? The golden You're nice not game. allowed back on the plane. You're not allowed back in this building. That is it for you. I mean, Jerry, at least Nick's and what I said rhymes. Yours, not I mean, so much. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be Andrew Martian's first article in The Athletic. <laughs> Try and we go with Peter Schwartz to the golden shot. Um, <laughs> I stopped myself. WFA controversy was <laughs> in Vegas. Uh, you know what? You know what that is right there? That's your mouth to God's lips.
<laughs> Scatological Schwartz. The story behind how WFAN <laughs> crumbled from within. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, the Athletic had the Jets hit piece today. You're right. That'll be Marshan. A hit piece on Reco and the trip out God to Vegas it. and the Super Bowl. I was driving in, and Chris McMonagall said red tube instead of red box. Oh, <laughs> really? And I was laughing. And you, you know what? That's what goes wrong. You're going to one-up them? <laughs> because you did. I stopped oh. myself. Oh, Between oh, the two you, of you guys, He took me off the hook, though. Sorry, man. It's <laughs> another wow. level. Okay. <laughs> I just pictured Peter. You want me to do what now? <laughs> Boomerang Geo, live three. <laughs> or you could go with Peter Schwartz to the Golden Shot. <laughs> I mean, you definitely could find that out there if you look hard enough. There's no doubt about that. I don't even that. think you got to look that hard. <laughs> Just oh, go to boy. the concierge, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Use the same kiddie pool we used for the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you, uh, Jerry's unfortunate slip up there was brought to you by the farmer's dog. Fresh human grade dog food delivered right to your door. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. Thank you, CeeLo. It's Boomer Geo coming to you live in the Build Ford Tough Studio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. going back and forth with Sean Morash on X because he still doesn't understand the O's the Mentalist thing, and now I, I just have to stop because CeeLo's right, because originally this was not one of these Sean Morash hot takes to piss people off things. Like, he really believed and was angry that O's the Mentalist was claiming that he predicted the Super Bowl right when he didn't when he was reading McCole Hardman's mind in Jets training camp, and McCole Hardman came up with 31-21 Jets over Niners, and he's saying... You were wrong, O was the mentalist. How could you possibly be uh, touting the fact that you were right? And, and once again, anybody with a, just a little bit of critical thinking and a fully functional adult brain can understand that what O's was doing and what he claims to do is read the minds of people. So O's was reading the mind of McCole Hardman. McCole Hardman was thinking Jets 31, 49ers 21, and that's what O's came up with. So if you want to say someone was wrong, it was McCole Hardman's prediction of what he thought the Super Bowl was going to be, not O's guessing what McCole Hardman was thinking. Right. O's wasn't predicting the Super Bowl. He was telling you what McCole Hardman was 
thinking at that moment. Right. I mean, it's it's really the more I deal with guys like Sean, the more I feel like when I talk to my children mm. and they don't understand. The reason you can't have a popsicle 10 minutes after you had your last popsicle is because that's too many popsicles. <laughs> you just had a popsicle. You can't now have another popsicle. Right. No, you can't have a cupcake 10 minutes before you eat dinner. Well, maybe talk about having something after dinner. <clears throat> but why? <clears throat> I thought, those are the rules. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say smarter. So what's he not getting still? Like what are make what's making you stop going back and forth? Uh, uh, what's making me stop is the fact that I can't entertain this level of stupidity any longer without ruining my day. But he is... <laughs> He's still going. He goes, so why didn't the board say McColl Hardman 31, Niners 21? I mean, I what? just can't. I just can't. Because that's not what he was thinking. He goes, it's not. He goes, the guy could be amazing and get one wrong. He also blatantly says in the room full of Jets, uh, this is Hardman. Mind read represented all of them in the room. I've watched a clip. It was an uncomfortable amount of times analyzing it. He was wrong. What are you talking about? He's reading the guy's mind. What he was thinking. How could you still not understand? And he also put that out to the nation in a sports minute. I know. Representing Boomer. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Across the country. Mm -hmm. Everybody's hearing that. Including Jim Harbaugh, who listens. <laughs> exactly. Coach Harbaugh, that wasn't Boomer. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, he, I think he'd understand that. Did he say in for Boomer doing <clears throat> the sports minute, or did he just do it no, as himself? No. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> that, would have, that would have taken another three seconds. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, this is what he does, though, because CeeLo came in. He's right. So now, like, Sean, because he knows he's caught, he won't just be like, hands up, you got me. Oh, he's uh, doubling down. Uh, now idiocy. he's doubling down because now he wants you to be, like, in the mud with him, and now he's got you. So that's why I'm backing out. Now I'm like, all right, I've explained uh, it. Oh, you can't let him win? No, 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 I didn't. No, he, he wins nothing. He wins nothing. I explained it on the air. All right. He did his stupid sports minute on it. I explained on X in very plain terms why he was wrong, and now I'm out. Now, if he wants Fair to enough. keep spitting his nonsense over and over and over again about this, he can. You should Graziano him. But he's, he's wrong. Graziano? Block him. Oh, 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 Dane Graziano. <laughs> it's funny, because I know two Grazianos in Sable, Sal and Chris, and I'm like, Graziano, what does that mean? <laughs> no, Go <man>. drink it? <laughs> From earlier, when you got meant. blocked, you should block him now. Nah, I like Sean. He's just dead wrong about this. I'm actually more upset with with Evan in that whole scenario than I was Maybe Sean. Maybe Evan wasn't familiar with the piece. He, of course he was. He like, watched it. It was a Jets hard knocks thing. I know that. I watched it too. I don't remember the details of it until you explain it to me. Okay. I really don't remember. I remember the scene, but like word for word, I don't. The way you laid it out, okay, rings a bell, absolutely. But um, Evan might have been sitting there like me, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> certainly, killing me. <laughs> that pickleball matches tomorrow. You got, I'm with you. They're throwing that. So yeah, they're shave. definitely yeah, they're definitely throwing it mm -hmm. because he just needs it out, and Sean will do that for his master. <laughs> It's master. Well, he's the guy. Evan is the guy. It's Evan, Tiki, and Sean. Fair. So, like, it's he's he, you know, like, eh, you know, when you get like a kind of like funny looking dog in the house, you know, and it's like a cute little thing that you keep around, and like, oh, there's Sparky comes up to these, you know, he's got uh -huh. like a funny shape or whatever. That's sort of what Sean is to that show. So, like, <laughs> Evan is the owner of to Sean's little funky looking dog, you know, like a Sharpay. 
You know, a Sharpay puppy's got a lot of folds on it and stuff. You're like, ah, oh, that's a funny looking dog. And Tommy is the guy who doesn't live there but has to go there and do all the work? <laughs> yes. Basically. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what, you know, like, so Sean will be like, <laughs> what do you need? What do you need, man? <laughs> wow. Throw a pickleball game? Sure. <laughs> that's what he'll do. I would bet all my money on that one tomorrow night. That Evan's going to yes, win to be able to shave the beard. Because I've seen, I know Sean played football, and I know you threw him to the ground, but I also could see him beating Evan if he tried. I've <clears> seen Evan on the baseball field. <clears throat> and I gave Sean credit yesterday, too. He is more athletic yes, than Evan. I completely agree. For, for Sean's size, he is, he is very athletic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I happen to pancake him, but... Are know, we doing this for digital? They have to be. Well, they better. do anything. They better. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.